welcome to the Worthy of Self podcast. This is episode four and I'm so, so, so excited as usual. It's really interesting because I've been sitting here like wondering when am I going to record the next episode and yes, there's been some things that I've been taking care of or been, you know, putting my energy towards and here I am sitting finally able to hold space and it's starting to rain, which is not a reason to not record, but I'm like, oh my gosh, like I got into my space of like, oh, should I record now? Because what if they hear the rain? And I'm like, Carol, just record. It'll be fine. If anything, it's going to give it like a nice ambiance, like a zen, you know what I'm saying? So I know you guys can relate to what I'm saying about when there's things that we want to do and then we're like, wait but this is happening or this is happening and that. And it's like, okay, but there's no perfect time and just do it. Right. And it's funny because now the rain has stopped. And again, I'm making such a big deal over rain and it's like, Carol, you're cute. (laughs) So anyways, I just wanted to share that very moment where I was like, wait a minute. I, I, a lit. (laughs) So I love you guys so much for continuing to support me and continuing to enjoy my little quirks and my little moments of squirrel, you know, but here we are, here I am showing up and yeah, this is going to be episode four and there's just so much I want to share, so much of like my energy update for myself, energy update for the collective, Um, And then the rest of the topics, I'm going to talk about that circle back around. What does that mean? And how do we deal with the repetitive lessons? Right, you guys? Doom, doom, doom. No, it's not really a doom, doom, doom. It's a good thing. But what I want to also share is like self-awareness, right? Obviously, a part of my topic is about worthy of self and then how we develop the self-awareness within ourselves But I want to talk about, you know, just my perspective and my experience so far of the pros and the cons. And what I want to also say is like, let's try not to focus so much on the cons, right? I I want to, you know, give you, I want you guys to understand that when there's a con, it's not a bad thing or a negative, right? It just is, but I just want to share because I've noticed there's stuff online that like talk about spirituality and all the woo-woo stuff. So I just want to talk about like just my own experience of how I tapped into self-awareness and the things that I noticed within myself. So yeah, that would be one of the topics. And then I want to talk about mastering the art of detachment. What does that even mean? And how do we practice it? Let alone, how do we embody that? Especially just with the world that we live in and the people that we surround ourselves, you know, work, home, family, all of the things, you know? So that's one of my favorite things to talk about. So looking, I am looking forward to speaking about this. Then I want to talk about Stop giving your power away. Stop it. Just stop, stop. And it's okay, you guys. It's okay. We're human. We're human. But I want to talk about the practices and how we call our power back and what does that mean and how does it feel. And then the last topic I want to talk about just within myself, the divinity of me being in my divine feminine energy and 
you know, again, really observing and noticing things and people starting to react and just like, oh my goodness, I, so much of me wants to be like, how can I help you? But that's my sassiness and I love her, but I just want to talk more about it and what does it mean and how I'm dealing with it and how you individually can get into your divine femininity. And I know I have a lot of both female and male um, listeners, so but I want to talk about this in, in just perspective of both, right? When I say divine feminine, I also want to talk about the divine masculine, right? What, what does that mean for both and how can you deal with or how do you step into again going back to master the art of detachment when certain things are starting to react or whatever the case may be we'll dive deep I'll dive deeper into that but as I'm going to say grab your favorite beverage and your squish mallow and let's enjoy the worthy of self podcast all right guys so I want to start with my overall energy update so previous episode I got vulnerable and I shared about 14-year-old self and today is a huge day for me and I am very, very proud of myself to hold this space and record and practice redirection. So today is very special and it's also challenging for me. So today is also my father's birthday. So that is a wonderful moment because it's a celebration of my father who is still currently here and he's still with me and I'm forever blessed with that and I get to celebrate, right? I get to. Now, also this day is my mom's anniversary date of when she passed away. So for those that know me, my mom passed away on my dad's birthday. Now, they weren't together. My parents divorced when I was five, but they remained great friends, as I've shared in the previous episode. Um, So it has been a challenging time for me in the past where... I would just numb it out, right? I've shared that with you guys before. I would just numb it out. I would, here we go. Here's my releasing coming out. I love this. I would just numb it out with, you know, again, what I've shared with you guys. I would just drink, 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 drink and avoid and not feel and also I wouldn't be present for my father when I would go visit him and now I'm honoring so much of this day right so yes I'm in my house and I'm recording but I'm redirecting the whole temptation of wanting to numb avoid and not hold space, but I'm in my little Zen den and I'm just feeling inspired to share and make this episode. So I am so proud of myself, you guys. Like I am so proud of myself. I have so much love and I, yesterday was, um, my work. We had our little Thanksgiving potluck, which was so beautiful. And I got to connect with one of my coworkers who I just found out is also a Reiki healer. 
and she delivered a message to me about what she was receiving from my mom on the other side and that was super loving and powerful because she also didn't know that the next day is which is today my uh, mom's anniversary so I was like wow this is so beautiful and I guess the reason why I'm sharing this is not only for myself but also when you are open to feel and you're open to be present there are there are gifts right being being present in the present moment is a present it's a gift and when we avoid we are avoiding the potential of helping ourselves get through the trials and tribulations and I get to choose right I get to I have free will of do I want to run away from this or do I want to be with it and love myself because let's be honest the old version of me the way that I was doing things to get through stuff I was only hurting myself and I wasn't moving on. And if I were to put myself in my mom's perspective, she would want that for me. And as I've mentioned before, that I have these special tools and resources and gifts. I've always had special gifts ever since I was little that I didn't know what to do with them until I started healing and realizing that I can I can connect to people on the other side. And when I'm open and willing to drop that whole trying to avoid numb and not do or be with it, I I get to have that experience, right? So if I drop all the other things that I used to do to cope, I am able to see and communicate with my mother. And I don't know if I've shared this in this episode or in this podcast but in one of my podcasts that I helped run was when I got Reiki healed when I became a Reiki healer level one I I had that magic come through it was like I would do things and I it wouldn't make sense to me I thought I was just doing it to do so I'd always make food that my mom used to make for me I just thought you know it was just a comfort thing and yes it is But I would always get this like sense of you should do it today. And I'm like, okay. Or I would do things like hiking by myself and I would go to one of my favorite parks and I'm like, why do I keep, why am I being drawn to these things? Because if I was honest, I'm like, you know, my old self would be like, this is weird. Like this is something that we would never do, but I would just do it because I would, ask my spirit guides, I would ask my highest self, like, what do you want to me to do today? Like, I'm stuck here. And so I would do those things. And I had a friend that helped me realize, like, Carol, you've shared so many beautiful memories with me about you and your mom. And she's like, do you know why potentially that you go to the park or you go hiking? And I was like, I don't know, because I'm insane. No, just kidding. But uh, for real, I, I used to think that when I would go hiking in the middle of a hot ass day in Arizona by myself, I'm like, what am I doing out here? Like, this is strange, but okay. Um, but she made it, she brought it to my attention. She's like, you are, you are drawn to those because it's what it helps you connect with your mom. And I was like, I stared at her and I'm like, I've never had anyone say that to me before. Um, very interesting. 
And then the more I started doing the work around this, around grief and the pain and the the loss, like she was right. My friend was right. I was like, oh my gosh, I am, I am communicating with my mom. I am connecting with my mom because I realized that death is not a bad thing. It's, yes, it's painful in the physical as the human form that we are. We don't want the people that we love physically to be gone because it's, it's painful. It's loss. We, it's almost like for me, it it feels like they're completely gone, right? Because you're not seeing them and you don't have that. You're not able to have that conversation, but in reality, it's like, no, they're just in a better place. And that's what I believe. And I've been able to experience that and see signs and I've been able to see evidence within myself, you know, and if you don't believe that, that's completely okay. You know, you, everyone has their different beliefs and that's why I love being able to experience the human experience and having all these different perspectives is honoring everyone and where they're at. But for me, it gave me such a comfort. And I remember people would tell me all the time, your mom's in a better place. Your mom's in a better place. And of course, 14-year-old Carol would be like, I don't want to hear it. I don't care what you have to say. I just lost my mother. This is not an appropriate time to be telling me. Like at that point, like I was just running on fear, you know, where I was like, how am I supposed to do this on my own? Like, how am I supposed to figure things out? But all, all of the stories, right? But going back to what I was saying, it's like, today is such a special day for me and I get to share this with you guys. I get to share this with my listeners and oh man, like I'm smiling. Like I'm smiling with so much love and oh my gosh, I'm just feeling so much like emotions of unconditional love, you guys. Like I literally can feel my mom hugging me in this moment. Woo! Like it's an overwhelming feeling, but it's so blissful and it's comforting me that I'm able to hold the space with you guys and woo, you guys, this is powerful. There is some powerful magic happening in this room. I did not have this expectation of feeling this and wow, <laughs> like this is magical and thank you guys again because this is helping my 14 year old self make that taking those steps towards that and I never ever thought that I would feel this amount of love on this day. Never. And it's giving me a huge confirmation that the work that I'm doing, it's it's just magical. And it's it's showing me again that the work that I've been doing is working and um, my younger self is so proud. You know, what I shared with you earlier or the previous episode, five-year-old Carol is happy and I was struggling with 14-year-old Carol. But in this moment, you guys, 14-year-old Carol is feeling so proud of present Carol. Wow. I never thought I would be able to say that. I never thought I would be able to feel that. Wow, today's very special, you guys. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for 
allowing me, and it's not that I need your permission, but in a world that feels scary to be vulnerable, thank you for holding that space. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for loving me. And thank you for walking with me in this journey of life because you guys, this life is so beautiful and it's also challenging at the same time. I'm not even going to lie, but the challenges and the trials and tribulations are here for a reason. It goes back to what I was saying in the previous episode that life happens for us, right? It doesn't happen to us. And I know depending on where you are in your journey and if you hear this and I know maybe some of you are probably like, bullshit. I promise you that it gets better because we get to choose But give yourself that permission to be where you're at because, you know, before I started my journey, before I started going to therapy, before I started holding myself accountable, I felt the same way. I was like, there's no way that it gets better for me. There's no way. There's just, this is just how it's supposed to be. And this is how my perspective and my worldview is going to be. And that is not true. And I love you and I hear you and I see you. And if you are struggling, there are help. I can help you. I can help guide you. And yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> like I've just done so much powerful things in my room and in this space. And wow, wow, wow. So much love. And Oh, I'm getting chills. (laughs) Like I have, like my hair is rising on like, I'm like, ooh, chills. Okay, I see you. I feel you. I get you, spirit guides. I love you. Hi, mom. You're here in this room encouraging me and supporting me. Let's go. Like I have all this energy now. So that's what's going on currently with today. Um, What I shared previously about putting boundaries, right? Putting boundaries on ourselves because the holidays are coming and there are some things that I know a lot of us are like, I just don't know. Like, for those that have been doing their work and realizing your own individual worthiness and how much you want just just to have that peace, it's just powerful. Like, I've been feeling super powerful in this moment I just shared with you. Like, whoa, hi. So... It's moving forward, continuing to move forward in your life, in my life, right? This is my energy update, but I know you guys can relate. So I am moving forward towards, one, a divine purpose, right? I am in my purpose in this moment, but realizing that moving forward, I'm taking the steps towards, I am no longer going to accept disrespect from people who don't even respect themselves and it's not okay when people choose to be passive aggressive instead of having healthy conversations like use your words you know and that's the thing it's like I don't understand again moving forward I don't want to do this long drawn out thing with people you you just say it you know what I mean like why 
hilarious, you know? It's like, um, I can read between the lines when people are don't that have a high expectation for me and I'm not meeting it. And I'm like, okay, like, let's practice self-requirements, right? Let's redirect the expectations that you place on me and let's go with it right? And I know, I know, I know, I know that I'm being shown this because it's showing me how much growth I have done, right? Because before I've had high expectations on people. I know I have. And it didn't feel good. I mean, doesn't feel good knowing that I did. And I do catch myself where I'm like, wait a minute. Ah, hey, let's not do that. Okay. Let's have self-requirements. And I'm, I've, I've talked about this in a previous episode. So if you want to go back to, I think it's episode two, about what self-requirements versus uh, an expectation is. But when you are now in that space of like, I don't have expectations. I just don't. I don't expect people to... I understand now where I'm like, I don't expect people to be me. I don't expect people to get me. I don't expect people to understand me. You know, before old Carol would be like, why am I not being seen? Why am I not being heard? Like, don't you get me? Blah, blah, blah. Like trying to force things, trying to get people to see what I see. And it's just like, no, no. Like that is an energy waster. Like I have so much energy per day. And the type of person that I am, that I shared with you guys, that that I'm intuitive, I'm an empath, I can observe, I can see, that's draining all on its own, you know? And because of the the career I choose too, that is a lot of energy that I put into because I care about my job, because I love my job. So moving forward outside of my career, I don't want to do that, <laughs> you know? It's like now, not to sound mean or whatever, but it's like, um... I need the energy exchange. And again, that's not being mean. That's that's reciprocation. You know, that's if moving forward, anybody wants to interact with me. And again, I can have conversations with people. I can talk to them. I can say hi, hello, whatever. But moving forward, there needs to be an energy exchange. I'm not, I'm a valuable person. I am worthy of so much that... I'm not going to do the old thing that I used to do. Old things because it just doesn't serve me. It just doesn't. And I hold myself to a standard now of like this. I hold myself accountable. And when I do something that is not okay, like I'm going to call myself out to people. And sometimes people react to that or they don't. But I also don't have to share those things with people that aren't sharing things with me, right? Because it's like, I'm not doing one-sided things anymore. I'm not. Like, no. No. My favorite word. No. It's a no for me. You know? It's a no for me. Because if people want to be at my table, right? If people want to be at my table, energy exchange. That's it. It's really not that challenging but apparently it is and when it is starting to feel like a challenge or when it is starting to have me question who I am or whatever the case may be that's when I'm taking my power back and that's what we're going to be talking about later 
I am cutting the cord energetically. I'm taking my power back. I am removing myself from situations because it's not worth my time. It's not worth my time putting myself in places where I'm being disrespected. I'm not being treated the way that I treat myself, right? Because I talked about that. Treat yourself the way you want to be treated. And the things outside of myself are mere reflections of, one, I get to see the amount of growth that I've done because I see that, right? Because I'm not going to sit here and judge people because I'm no better than anybody. I'm no better than anybody. I've been in those situations, but I don't want to be around it, you know? I don't want to be around things that try to dim my light, You know, I've talked about that previous episode. I'm just not doing it. It's either you see me as a inspiration or not. But I'm not doing this whole competitive, um, dimming my light, um, sacrificing my worth or value because others don't see it. And I'm just like, yo, I, I get it. I see you. I feel sad that you feel that way about yourself you know because that's really what it is it's it's them showing me how they feel about themselves and it's like man I feel a type of way like I wish I could get you to see what I see I wish I could help you but some people just don't want the help and that's okay right that's okay but moving forward I am not going to do this I am not going to sit at a space with people, I'm not going to be going down their storm with them, right? I've done that for a long time, many of the things, right? I've gone through my own storms. I've gone through my own, you know, death and rebirth. I've been doing the work. I've been healing. I've been feeling. I've been doing. And yeah, That energy needs to be reciprocated, whether that's clients, whether that's friendships, whether that's relationships, business partners, all of the things that is just, that's just how I feel. Those are my self requirements is to be around that type of energy and moving forward. That's, that's what I'm doing. And that's my energy update. And again, you guys, thank you. Tender. I just, I want to go, can I just get through the, your headphones or your speakers in your car and give you a big hug because that, oh my gosh, like I'm just feeling super powerful because of what I shared about today and just stepping into this divinity, this divine feminine where I'm like, whoa, hey, you know, like so much self-love. I'm giving myself a little squidge. I'm giving myself a hug. Tender, sweet. (laughs) So yes, thank you guys. I love you. I'm giving you heart kisses and all the things from here. But I want to talk about the energy update for the collective. Now, before I move forward, how did that make you feel, guys? Like, how did you receive what I shared with you? I mean, wow, powerful stuff, right? Um, did you, excuse me, release, hey, come on, girl, let it, let it go. Did you resonate with any of that? Did anything spark inside of you? Did you 
feel a type of power within yourself because this is why I'm doing the Worthy of Self podcast is to help you find that in you because you are powerful. Because I know the type of listeners that I have, they are the warriors. They are the people that are doing the work. They are the ones that know that they are powerful because they know that they create their own reality within their self, within themselves. <laughs> um, so yeah, I know I attract those type of listeners. I know you, I see you, I hear you, I get you, I love you. So my question is, again, how did that make you feel, guys? I hope, again, it made you feel a type of spark in yourself because mm, spiritual yum yum. Yes. <laughs> okay, so the energy update for the collective. So since today is Saturday, it is ruled by Saturn, the planet Saturn. Ooh, what does that even mean? Which is so interesting, you guys, to this connection that, oh yeah, it's good, good, good stuff. So Saturn involves concentration, right? So it's a concentration within ourselves, having that deep conversation within ourselves. And what I'm hearing, it's um, it's around our own energy, right? It's around things. What I'm hearing is getting things done, right? What are some things in your life that you need to have a deep conversation with yourself about what do you need to get done? What is it that moving forward, where your energy needs to go to get shit done? Is it with your career? Are there things in your career that you're like, you know, I've been a little bit eh, with it, but I know it's my self-responsibility and accountability to do a little bit better here. I can relate to that, you guys, because um, as a hairdresser for 17 years and I still make mistakes, I'm going to admit to that. Like, I make mistakes. I just had a couple recent incidents that I was not proud of for example I was running behind and there's things outside of my control right clients come in and I run behind and it's like oh my gosh like I feel it again it's going to the next or going to one of the topics is mastering the art of detachment I need to detach from this because at the same time I can't be perfect I am a human being not a human doing and I've shared that before but it's like Oops, I ran late because another client ran late. It's like, okay, so I need to have a conversation, right? I need to be accountable and set that boundaries with certain clients to be like, look, it is the holiday season, okay? It's a very stressful time for hairdressers or service industry peeps. You get what I'm saying, like restaurant, all the customer service-based people. I love you. We got this. Um, But I need to hold myself accountable and be like, have those conversations, right? Put the boundaries on the clients like, hey, we need to make sure and you, if you can, no, please, we're not going to do if you can, please call to let us know so that we can prepare ourselves and whatever the case may be. But also something within me, I need to start investing more in my career um, because it doesn't matter that I've been doing this for 17 years, 17 years, it doesn't. It doesn't give me a title. It doesn't give me the I'm better than X, Y, and Z. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not better than anybody. I make mistakes. And 
I'm in this space where I'm like, it is time to get more education. It is time to step up my game within myself because I am the only one competing with myself. I'm not competing with my coworkers. I'm not competing with other hairdressers. I'm competing with me. Um, I stopped that whole mentality a long time ago because I just, it doesn't feel good to me. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't serve me to believe that I'm competing with somebody because the people I work with, I love. I truly 100% love my coworkers. They are the, they're some of the best coworkers I've ever been able to experience. Um, I feel safe at work. I get to be myself. I'm not walking on eggshells. There's no, there's no, to me, in my perspective, you know, um, I don't feel like I'm not safe. Like I feel like I'm I'm respected and honored and I work with so many people that have been helping me when I'm like I don't know what to do in this moment. Like I can't I need another hand. I need another brain. So I'm so blessed. But moving forward, it's just like again what I said within this energy collective, it's just holding that space of having that deep conversation with ourselves, right? Again, what are some things in your life that your energy needs to shift? Getting those things done. Get it done. What is it? And if there is a story around said thing, right? So if you have a moment to self-reflect, ask yourself, what are those topics or things in your life? What is it? Is it more boundaries within yourself? Do you need to put boundaries on people? Do you need to redirect your energy from toxicity and some certain energy vampires and be like, you know what? I, I can't do this right now. I need to focus on me, focus on this, focus, focus, focus. And again, if it's if there's a struggle there, if you're having a struggle bus, Let's rewrite that story. Let's ask ourselves in this moment with this said thing that I'm struggling or I'm not finding the motivation, what do I need, right? You might need an accountability partner and there's nothing wrong with that. When we have accountability partners, we are more prone to step into that action, right? We're more prone to stepping into that inspired radical action because let's be honest, it's easier to say no to ourselves and disappoint ourselves. And, but when we have that person that's like, Hey, checking in on you, did you do X, Y, and Z? How are you doing? What's the energy update? You're not going to want to say I didn't do it. Right. And it's okay that you do share that. Um, if you do have a safe accountability partner, they're not going to shame you, guilt you, or judge you. They're just going to be like, okay, well, let's take the steps. Like how, you know, where, what happened, you know? Um, and if you fall back, you guys, it's okay. It's okay to fall back. There's always a reason. There's a 100% reason, you know? I don't want to put this on to you. I don't want you to feel like, again, I'm not here to make people feel like that they're a disappointment or they quote unquote failed. There's, there's, there's no such thing as failure in my vocabulary. Yes, I do say that, oh, well, this failed, but let me rewind. The way I say failure is different than how I did in the past. Like if you failed at something, that's a good thing. See, it is a good thing that's giving you space to see where you need to redirect your energy, right? Or there's, it's giving you space to be like, okay, yeah, this didn't work, but let's change it and do this, 
right? That's, that's the beauty about the human experience is like we get to redirect it and, and shift it somewhere else. It's like, do you know how many times as a hairdresser, I wanted to just throw in the towel and be like, I'm done doing hair. I don't want to do it. It's not for me. And every time I've done that, I go back into hair because something tells me like, you're not supposed to not do hair. And I'm like, what? Like, oh my gosh. Yes. I've, I've tried going back to school. I've tried doing, you know, all the silly things where I'm like, it's just not for me. And it's like, no, because you get redirected back into it. It's just approaching it in a different way. What can we do? What can we do better? Right. Instead of just dropping it and being like, it's done. I'm done. I'm over it. (laughs) You know what I mean? I know you guys can relate and doesn't have to just be in hair. It could be in whatever, job that you're doing or whatever the case may be. It doesn't have to be a job. It could be whatever, friendship, the things, right? So moving forward, what I'm hearing again is like, what do I need to get done? What is the shit that I keep avoiding that I don't want to do? (laughs) Adulting, but it's okay. You know, if, if maybe the reason why you're not getting things done is because you're overwhelmed or you're burnt out give yourself rest. Take a you day. Give yourself, okay, you know what? I am aware that I need to do X, Y, and Z to be better in X, Y, and Z. But if I'm honest with myself, I need a break. I need to have a day where I like just, you know, I want to watch TV. Okay, watch TV, you know, but give yourself that little bit of a measurement like I'm only going to watch x y and z amount of episodes and then I'll get to it right so it's like you're having a goal give yourself that goal that measurement like okay I will do this and then I will do that right um I've done that too uh I'll give an example so I used to have I used to have this anxiety cleaning thing that I would do where I would have my depression pits, right? I would have my depression pits and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I would get into anxiety cleaning mode and then I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm super, uh, I, I get annoyed, right? It's like, well, who you did that to yourself. But I realized that that's what I was doing when I started working on myself. I'm like, oh, this is anxiety cleaning. This is me trying to get it together and clean, clean, clean. And then now I'm resentful because I didn't hold space So in that moment, when I have the urge, because I do, I still get into that, like, let's do it. I have a timer now. Like I have, I call it my timeout timer, but I'm not in timeout. Like I'm like, it's a joke. You know, if you guys know me, I use humor as my, one of my many coping mechanisms, but, or was like, I don't have a lot anymore. I still keep my little humor to, (laughs) my humor is my little thing now that I, it's mine. But anywho, so I have my little timer um, and I don't, I know people are like, well, you have a timer on your phone. I'm like, I get that. But like, I trying to not use my phone for everything. And it's hard when we live in a world where it's like, oh, get the app. Okay, squirrel. But I have a timer and I will tell myself, okay, I will only clean for an hour. And that is it. That is it. And that's okay. Okay. Like, No. And I make sure when I get into these moods of anxiety cleaning that I tell myself, okay, an hour in this space, like the, you know, my, my uh, living room or my kitchen or my bathroom or whatever, 
because I have noticed where when I was cleaning, I was all over the place. And I'm like, okay, like what? So it's that self-discipline and practice of, okay, well, that's it. We're only going to do that. And that's okay. You know, I cannot do all of this because I do X, Y, and Z of other things. So yeah, that is just an example of maybe get that, get certain things done. Maybe that's cleaning the house and you're just overwhelmed and you don't know what to do. Give yourself that permission to rest. Give yourself that permission to make changes and where changes need to be happening, right? Because I know me as a recovered people pleaser codependent, I would want to try to fix and change people, right? Where I'm just like, how about you do this and do that, blah, blah, blah. And then I would get mad and I'm like, well, you're getting mad because they don't want to do it and that's okay. Like, you can't fix and save and change people, you know? Like, who can you fix and save and change is me. So it's like a redirection, right? And again, I share that part because I know some of you can relate. So yeah, that is the energy update, you guys. How did that feel? What resonated with you? What are some things that you're going to get done? Share with me, DM me, leave a comment, rate and review, share this on your story, share this on, here we go with the release, share it on your different socials. And yeah, so I'm going to take a break and we're going to go into, I like how we say we, because I really like thinking that you guys are in this together. We are in this together. So yeah, I'm just, you know, if I still say we, it's because I mean you and us and the listeners, uh, <laughs> cause I'm like we, but the next topic will be, we'll do the circle back around. All right, guys, hang in there. We'll be back or I'll be back. <laughs> Welcome back, you guys. I am feeling so happy and so loved, so loved by me and by my supporters. And I'm just so grateful, so, so grateful. I'm just so blessed that 
I get to share my truth. I get to use my voice. I get to hold space and I have you guys, the supporters, and I'm just forever, just forever grateful. I, I can, I can keep going on because I don't know. It's, it's such a beautiful feeling to know that there are people out there that really want to hear me and really want to see me and really want to like be there. It's, it's blissful, you know, but moving forward, I want to talk about the circle back around circle back around (laughs) i love making my own songs up that's something that i absolutely enjoy myself or something that i enjoy about myself is i i hear something and i make a tune i i don't know where that came about that's just part of who i am and uh it brings me so much joy so circle back around what does that mean so for me it's the lessons, the repetitive lessons that keep coming. And I'm like, what is happening? Right? Like, so the version of me, Carol, before I went to trauma therapy, before I really held myself accountable was just, you know, avoiding, numbing, isolating, um, running on autopilot. And because I didn't know, I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. And realizing that I have been running away from myself for a very long time, like for a very long time. I, going back to like my personal inventory and seeing things and, and realizing, oh my gosh, you did that out of just running away. So I want to share a story before I tap into this topic. So I was going through a really tough time. Um, I don't remember exactly, man, if I journaled about this, I'm sure it would come up. But when I was 22, when I was 22, there was a lot going on for me. Like it just felt like there was just so much on my plate. And I was like, screw this state. Like that's how I felt. And I was living in Arizona, right? I was like, screw the state. I'm moving. So... I moved to Ohio. I just like moved to Ohio and, you know, I was like, get me the fuck out of here. Like, I don't want to be in the state. Literally, I place a blame, shame, and guilt on a state. Like, yeah, I think about it. I'm like, what did the state do to me? Like, why did I feel the desire just to just go away and thinking that my problems wouldn't be? (laughs) That was the thing. I thought my problems would just be resolved right? That was, oh gosh, I wish I would, I wish I would know what the trigger was. Again, I'm sure it'll pop up now that I'm talking about it. It'll be brought up into my memory because I'm sure I'm going to be journaling about this, but I thought I was running away and my problems were not going to come. And here's the thing, you guys, about the circle around, like when you run away from yourself, especially your problems, they come with you. And you just manifest them in a different way, right? You just manifest them in a different way. Ooh, yeah, that's another topic I want to talk about is manifestation and how, okay, I'm writing that down. But to stay on topic, it gets manifested in a different way. If anything, it's prolonging the process that we need to hold space with, right? It's, 
it's jumping into something else and creating that same pattern with other things around you. And I've shared this in another podcast that I hosted, Afterglow, where we repeat, right? It's like codependency that when you jump into like another relationship, you repeat the same stuff if you're not going to hold that space within yourself. If you think other people right? Here's, here's me being vulnerable. I thought other people, I had a high expectation for people to save me, right? I thought people could save me and help fix me and help me realize what I needed to do and, and work on. And yeah, is that kind of true in a way? I guess like if you want to talk about, it's like one, let me go back. You cannot Can people help you? Yes, they can. But it's not their job to fix and save and change you, right? They can inspire you. What I've shared earlier about me being in that space now. You can inspire people. You can plant seeds and water them. But you cannot expect them to, one, receive that or understand where you're coming from. Again, I've had so many people come into my life that have been telling me things. And I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, some people know you more than you know yourself at times, right? especially your friends. (laughs) But what I wanted to say, again, going back was I had this mentality of like, well, people can help me, people can fix me, can change me, can whatever, save me. But nobody can read my mind, right? That's one thing. Nobody can read my mind. And because I didn't have the communication skills or abilities to feel safe to speak my truth back then, nobody was going to do anything, right? Like no one was going to be able to inspire me if I wasn't able to speak my truth or open my throat chakra. And so with that being said, when I moved to Ohio, like all my, all my problems just came with me and I just numbed it even more. And that was when a lot of my drinking really started. It started when I moved to Ohio, like severely, like just a lot of drinking. Um, and my excuse was that I that I did it because I was like, well, it's cold. <laughs> I know, I know. This is this is the truth, you guys. It's just silly now that I speak about it, but that was the truth because I went from, I guess, a culture shock. I don't know. I went from busy lifestyle. Like Arizona was still, it's not as busy. It wasn't as busy as it is now, but I went from Arizona to Ohio, which it was, yeah, it was a culture shock. It was different. Weather was different. I never experienced weather that was like negative 12 degrees before. Um, I never experienced, I experienced snow because I used to live in Washington state when I was younger, but not this kind of snow. This snow was different. Like, you know, there would be like, weather warnings of like okay well you're, it's dangerous there's like a, almost an emergency shut down like it's dangerous to be on the roads today so you better go it was kind of like a mini covid where we all were running to the grocery store and getting like water and stuff like that because you didn't know how long the emergency shutdown would be yeah it was just an experience all in its own so anytime that I wouldn't be able to go out of the house that was when again I would use that as a as a excuse to be like, well, I'm getting drunk today. Like there's, you know, but in reality, it was not the weather. It was me numbing and avoiding, right? So that was how, you know, when I came back here, so circle back around, right? 
I came back to Arizona. So that was part of my circle back around. So I came back to Arizona and I already felt like that's where I already felt like this is where I needed to be. I was like, I'm so excited to be back in Arizona. Um, I don't even know why I was running away from the first, from the, you know, why did I do that? But again, everything happens for a reason. And so, as I said, I circled back around, came back to Arizona and I was like, oh, this is nice. The weather is nice. There's sunshine. I can get my vitamin D again. I don't have to have seasonal depression. Cause let me tell you, when I lived in Ohio, seasonal depression is a thing you guys oh my gosh um no I need sunshine (laughs) I need sunshine so it was like I got to see sun for the first time that's how it felt I know it's a little dramatic but that's how I felt I was like oh my gosh like I get to see the sun I love it I'm out in nature I get to be in my element and then when I moved back in with my dad, like there was that circle back around because there were some things that I, you know, was, it didn't hold space with me, my father, you know, and I feel bad now thinking about it, but there was a lot of healing in that experience of living with my father. I'm so grateful, you know, I'm so blessed that he let me like move back in and get to get my feet off the ground, you know, because I was like restarting over again and all the things, picking up my career, getting back into hair, trying to build up a clientele and all the things. And yeah, I got to fix a lot of stuff and really get my ass in gear. And then, um, and then, yeah, you know, moving forward, going back to, you know, I hate to bring it up again, but COVID, that is when, I really take took note of the circle back circle back around. I never really wasn't I wasn't really present for all of this that I'm sharing with you now. This is all doing the personal inventory and realizing like, oh my gosh, like really, like God, my highest self is giving me that chance to rewrite if I paid attention. But again, everything happens for a reason. So when when I started working on myself, when I started diving deep into a psychology, when I started diving deep into self-awareness, um, as I mentioned, therapy, and I started making all of these connections, like I started seeing more signs, more synchronicities, uh, realizing that certain people that were coming back into my life, like here's the thing that I noticed. When I say people coming back into my life, I'm talking about people that feel feel familiar and you're like how come this situation sounds very familiar but you we've never met right it's like like deja vu I've had that happen multiple times when clients would come into my chair and I'm like why does this person one trigger me and the story seems very familiar and I was like oh my goodness the reason why this person triggers me is because there's a wound within myself that I have been avoiding running away from not nurturing not loving and this is why this person keeps coming back into my life right one I cut his cut their hair but still why they're triggering me and it's interesting because the more that I've held space with that trigger this now that 
certain clients don't really trigger me as much. I just, now I kind of like, oh, I'm healing. (laughs) I love that. I love that for me. But the repetitive lessons, you guys, the repetitive people that come in that are deja vu and you're like, wait, what aren't, what you seem familiar, but you're not. I've never had any interaction with you before, but this, like, wait, you know, like, so it's so beautiful to circle back around. And some people don't, they're like, I don't want to. And I get it. It is annoying and frustrating. But I think when we're in that space of realizing now it's not a, it's not, when we detach from the actual circle back around, we're just like, oh, it's it's coming because I haven't allowed myself to learn that lesson. I haven't taken the steps. I haven't had that radical accountability for this specific story. Like, You can avoid as much as you want, you guys, but when you start doing the work, you can't go back. That's the thing with self-awareness. That's the thing about holding yourself accountable. Once you've started, there's no going back. And I say that with love and light. I have tried. (laughs) I have tried. I have tried to be like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. Like my ego is like, I don't want to. Like, can we go back to when we didn't have self-awareness? Can we go back and it's no, nope. Hate to tell you guys, but nope, can't go back. You can't go back once you start doing the work. And it's beautiful though. I think it's beautiful. And I know it's like that, there's the little, that fear that comes up. Where you're like, oh no, what is this going to teach me? Or what is it that I'm avoiding? And what is it that I have to do? Because let's be real, let's be honest. Our egos are like, I just don't want to. And I'm going to ignore it. And it's like, well, the more you ignore it, what you resist persists. (laughs) It will persist. The more you resist the more it comes in. And again, I smile because I know y'all can relate to that. And it's okay. It's okay. And it could either be, you know, I don't want to say it's a bad lesson. Lessons are just lessons. They just are. It just is, right? But I know depending on the lesson, it could bring up those feelings that we avoid, right? We're like, I don't know if you've ever seen that meme with like, I think it's a chihuahua and it's like laying down with its mouth open. That's, that's me. What? Hello? Like, why? I don't want to. And when our ego is like, I don't want to, it's literally our highest self. Like, but you get to, you know, our highest self is like, I love you so very much. I want more for you. You get to, you get to learn this lesson. And if you don't, I'm going to continue to show you. Because guess what, you guys, when you have prayed or when you have manifested or when you planted that seed probably a long time ago or maybe more recently, it's coming to, it's coming up to the surface, right? Ask and you shall receive. (laughs) It's a real thing, you guys. You must be careful what you wish for or what you say because what you say is going to happen, you know, it's like I I have so many wonderful friends who are into this, um, who are doing the work, who are in spirituality, who are into self-awareness, and we'll be talking, right? We go back and forth and just share our shares. 
And then I'll say something and I look at them and I'm like, wait a minute, I take that back. And I literally will put my hands in the air and try to like grab, it's like a balloon, right? Picture a balloon. And that's like the thing that you said, it's like flowing into the air. And I'm like trying to grasp for the, for the string. And I'm like, wait, like, you know, come back. It's like that. Like I have this vision of my little, little inner child who has this cute little balloon and it gets like floats away. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, that's how I feel when I say something out loud that I'm like, wait, I should be very, very careful about what I say because I'm like, uh Oh, here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, but no, you guys, like, I don't want to scare people or anything like that. It's just, this is the truth, you know? And this is just like that. It's just the human experience. It's like, it's beautiful and you have to, not have to, but for me, I just laugh now because I'm like, God, I'm so powerful. I'm such a creator. I create all of this and I know how to create a reality where I just, show up and do the work, you know, show up and do all the work. (laughs) And even though it's hard, it's hard, but there's beauty, right? Nothing is made to be easy in this life. If it were easy, everyone would do it. And no, you got to put in the work. You got to hold yourself accountable. You got to have an inspired action. But yeah, so it's really interesting. I want to share actually another story about the circle back around before I get more into it. But the reason why I like to share this story is so that you guys can have that connection and we can resonate. And yeah, so one of my coaching clients, who also is a one of my best friends, um, they, it's interesting because I was able to see, and I again, I love it. I get to see myself and other people where I'm like, oh yeah, they are running away from themselves and that's okay, and I'm like, I'm just going to be over here, and wait, and see what they're going to share, and this individual moved back to the Valley Phoenix, and, you know, I've been just walking with them, and loving them, and hearing them, and also reminding them, and telling them, like, hey, you've came a long way, you know, like, the version of you when you ran away from yourself and your problems, like as your friend, the amount of growth that I've seen and been able to witness, it's, it's amazing. And I go, I know it's not easy. I know it feels scary. And I know it feels like what the heck, but on my point of view and my perspective, watching my friend go through this and come out on the other side as a better individual and glowing and radiant, that's a gift for me. And And I know being the individual that goes through that, I know it doesn't feel that in the moment it's going to be good or beautiful or amazing. But for me to witness this individual circle back around and watch them face the things that they didn't get to face is so powerful for me. And that's why it's so important to have your safe space people or your accountability friends to help you see that um so yeah more about the circle back around it's like have you ever been in a situation where it's like the same scenario over and over and over and over again and you're like why is this happening I don't understand 
And it can go back into, again, I've mentioned before, I have a couple clients, um, my coaching clients who are single and they're just struggling in the dating scene. And they're like, every time I attract the same individual and I'm like, okay, but why? You know, and they sometimes they look at me like, uh, you're not going to be talking crap about the, the person that I fail to have a situation or relationship with and I'm like no because ask yourself why are you attracting the same person over and over and over again because there is something to be said here the circle back around is a real thing like why in this moment do you think the same situation regardless if it's you being single or not it could be same situation like I mentioned a client where I'm like why does this person sound very familiar and why are they triggering me in that moment to ask yourself why why is this certain circle back around happening I've had people circle back around and try to come into my life and I'm like why and it's okay I think it's okay to have that why you know like I have my walls up for a reason and it's not a bad thing it's just like what I mentioned earlier it's gonna take a lot of I need to see the energy exchange. Like I'm not just going to open up for anybody anymore because I've done that. And it just created a lot of false reality for me. It created a lot of hurt. It created a lot of me sharing vulnerability with the wrong people. And it created a lot of one-sided relationships and friendships and business partners and clients that I'm like, I'm just not doing it. Right? Like, there has to be an energy exchange. And um, like I mentioned, like I've had people try to circle back around and I'm like, I need proof that you're going to be a safe person for me because I'm just not doing it because I've had a lot of people take advantage of me and I'm not okay with that. And so moving forward, knowing that that's my self requirements, when anybody circles back around, I'm like, what, how can I help you? And I'm not saying that in a mean way. It's just a protection for me. It's an energy protection. It's a, I, I don't, I don't want to just give my energy to anybody anymore because it's sacred. It's, it's a gift. Like when I see people as a gift and when I'm able to see, when people share what they share with me is a gift for me. And so I have that self requirement that I want to be treated that way. And that's where, again, I'm like, no, I'm going to have my walls up. You need to prove to me that you're going to be a safe individual. So I think I've seen a couple people that talk about their circle back around and they've had people come in and they're just like, what do I do? And it's like, well, you can ask yourself if it's even worth your time to speak to this individual you know maybe it's a family member that treated you with disrespect and they're trying to come back in you can have your walls up with that family member too you know it just because people are your family does not mean you you should just drop your walls down for them or give everything to them right I know in the past we've been conditioned and conditioned into thinking that well family is family oh really Family is family, but when family have been toxic and abusive towards people, that's not okay. (laughs) You know, it's not okay. I've had a couple coaching clients have told me their story about how 
people were protecting certain family members that were actually really abusive towards them. And I'm like, that's not okay. Like, see, I'm getting angry because I know how that feels. I know I've been in situations like that where I have had certain family members that just, I'm like, wow, they were very emotionally and verbally abusive. Like, what? Or having someone protect somebody. And I'm like, that's not okay. Like, that's not okay. So again, during this family or family, during this the holiday season, if you don't feel comfortable going to certain person's house because you know how they treated you or they're not, there's something there trauma related, you don't have to entertain that. That is not, no, you do not have to put yourself in a situation in that, in that space environment anymore because it's not okay. And if people don't agree with you, then they're not your people, right? Regardless if they're your family, as I've mentioned, boundaries. Um, so yeah, like I said, circle back around. I've had a couple people tell me, oh, my old boss reached out to me. Of course they did. Of course they reached out to you because they know that you're, you brought value to X, Y, and Z and they, you know, they miss, they shouldn't have mistreated you. You know, if they're calling you back because they're like, oh, now we have no good employees. I'm sorry. Not my problem. Not my problem. Should have been your problem when I tried telling you and expressing you how you guys were treating me and now you want me back. Nope. Sorry. Done. Doors closed. Right? So many opportunities of circling a background. Like I said, if you've been working on yourself and you have people trying to crawl back into your life, you have a choice here. Either you can talk to them and hear them and see what they have to say or you don't have to, depending on the severity of what it is. I have had a couple people in my family that tried to, they're not even, they're not even, I wouldn't consider them family, but they were in my life growing up. Um, they tried tried and tried and tried I'm like I don't need anything from you anymore so block it is you are allowed to use that block button my friends you are allowed to block the energy block it say no say I don't have to I don't have to no you hurt me you did something bad towards me and nobody believed me I'm blocking you tender (laughs) so yeah I don't want also to you guys thinking the circle background is bad. It's not all bad, right? There could be an opportunity with somebody, right? A circle background could be an opportunity. I do believe that people deserve second chances, depending on the circumstance, depending on the circumstance, right? You know, maybe the circle background is to give you that chance, you know, because some people, I know some people have not met this version of who I am. They know the version of me in the past and... Maybe it's to give them that space, right? To be like, let me introduce myself again. I'm I'm this person now and you are that person now. And I would like to get to know this person because it's different and it's good, right? So that could be another kind of circle back around. I've had that a couple times where I've had old friendships come back in and we've been able to rekindle a friendship, even though I was like, I didn't know there needed to be one anyways, but it was... It was beautiful. I had someone, a wonderful woman came back into my life and she's like, I feel like I need to do lunch with you and all the things. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Okay. 
but it was beautiful because then they shared things with me like you know back in the past this is how I'm so sorry I never stuck up for you I never did x y and z like I'm so sorry that you know I watched you go through a lot of stuff and I wasn't able to stand up for your for you and I it blew my mind because I didn't see this woman in that space before I was like I you you were just a wonderful coworker to me. Like I looked up to you, like you were my role model. Like you were who I aspired to be as a hairdresser. And she's like, Oh, well, and it, it was beautiful to hear what she had to share with me because I did have a hard time when I worked with her. I had a lot of things that I was going through that I couldn't quite share with. Um, and so it was just nice to have been seen in that moment. Cause I was like, wait, what? Because I didn't think anybody cared, you know, like I shared in my previous episode, this was 19 year old Carol at the time that she knew. And I'm like, wow, like I just got healed, not knowing I needed to be healed in that moment. You know what I mean? Do you guys know what I'm saying? When you have that interaction with someone who's open and willing to make amends and, hold themselves accountable for the parts that they played. And you're like, I had no idea that I needed to hear that, but you just helped me heal a wound that I didn't know I needed to be healed. It's a beautiful, magical experience, you guys. So that's why I want to say that not all circle back arounds are bad. They're not. It just depends on your intuition. Trust your intuition about the circle back around. Ask yourself, because you know the answer. You're going to know off the bat right away if this is a conversation you really want to reopen or revisit. Or is this connection something that you really want to reopen and revisit? If your intuition is saying no, there you go. If your intuition is saying sure, yes, let's try, then let's do it. But yeah. So that's a circle back around. I hope that makes sense for you guys. If there's something else that you want me to tap more into that specific subject, let me know. I would be more than happy to dive deeper with that. But I would like to move forward to the next topic of self-awareness and the pros and the cons. The things that I've experienced and the things that I see online that I'm very like, hmm that's okay. That's fine. They're allowed to put whatever they want online, but I've also been there too. Um, I would like to talk about like the rainbows and pony aspects of the spirituality world, right? It's like that whole, oh, well, I like, for example, this is me calling myself out. Oh, I like incense and I like nature and I like crystals and I like my you know, my Oracle cards and stuff. It's all great. I'm very spiritual. And it's like, no, that's, it's no, like I'm going to say no. (laughs) There's nothing. Spirituality is, it's the light and the dark, right? It's not all rainbows and ponies. It's not running around frolicking in the woods or frolicking in the grass and stuff like that. That's, there is such thing as like spiritual ego where you're just like, oh, it's th- this is how it is. It's always this way. And it's, no, it's not. And I have fallen my, I have fallen into that trap before. I'm not even going to lie where I was like, it's just this. It's just that. It's horoscopes. It's that. It's tarot. It's the things. No, it's not. And also everyone's spirituality is different. Like just because what I do 
doesn't mean it fits for someone else. Like somebody else could be into, you know, having an altar, which I have, but, or maybe there's, they just meditate or maybe they just go out in nature or whatever the case may be. Right. Or maybe it's them going to church on Sunday or whatever. Right. Like for me, it works for me. Like I like my crystals. I like my healing modalities is what I call them. They're my healing modalities, but I also have that self-awareness of like, it's not just about that. It's about the going in and having reflection and holding that space with the dark shadow, um, the, the darkness, right? Like I honor both. I think I mentioned this in the previous episode of like law polarity that you can't have one without the other. So it's like if I, if you tap way too far into the light and then you again, that's like for me when I was like always in the light, that was me avoiding, right? That's me avoiding, me attaching to something, me avoid running away from the shadow part. So if you have that polarity of dark and light and knowing that you have to have one with, you can't have one without the other. So when I was tapping into like self-awareness and I, again, like I shared, I was just avoiding it. I was just like, ugh, I don't want to face the shadow part. It's like, you know, to, in order to feel, to heal, we honor both. So that was something that I realized was like, okay, you have to face it. Like you, you, get, you can't avoid it. So that's the, I would guess a con, right? But the pro about it is like when you face it, there's, freedom there's an energetic freedom you take the chains that you bind yourself with your circumstances become easier you realize that that they happen for you not to you and one of the things that I would say is a pro for self-awareness is you start to realize who really has your back who really respects you, who really cares about you, who really would do anything for you. You start to see that. And for some people, they probably would consider that as a con. But for me, it's helped me realize that I don't have to be a type of way. I don't have to be a type of way for anybody. And the reality is, is I need to be a type of way for me, for me, for me, only for me. Not for everybody else, not for my family, not for society, not for anybody but myself. Being my true authentic self, that is the self-awareness for myself. And uh, what else did I wanted to say about that? Oh, I guess this could be considered a con is the fact that you start to see everybody's traumas. You're like, holy cow. Oh my gatos. I don't even, I used to say that all the time. And then everyone's like, cat? And I'm like, yes, a cat. Oh my cat. <laughs> I think I say that because of Hello Kitty. But um, anywho, I, you start to see so much. And I've, I've, I've shared previously how it does feel so overwhelming in the spiritual self-awareness journey where you're like, Oh, okay. I'm taking the lens off of my glasses, my rose tinted glasses, and seeing so much of other people's stuff that they're not working through. And you're like, okay, what the heck? 
And uh, you start to see people's traumas. Like I said, you start to see people not holding space with their mommy issues, daddy issues, abandonment, um, all of the things. Maybe they've had pain from, you know, an ex-partner or a relationship that didn't work out. You see it and you're like, okay, do I, what just happened here? You know, and it does make relationships hard and difficult like friendships when you're like what just happened excuse me um you know I realized something that I've realized within my family is that on my mom's side of the family and I say this with love this is not to hurt them but it's like I they have their own hurts and their own habits and we all grieve my mom in a different way and I do realize the older I get the more I start looking like my mom right that's that's typically what happens um yet you know your personality traits from one parent or both and yes you get what I'm saying but I realize that depending on where my mom's side of the family where how they're dealing with the grief or maybe they haven't it's like when they see me they project a lot of things that they wish they could have said to my mom and it's not my space to help them figure that out it takes them to finally do the work of their own grief and their own healing to find the answers within because I've done that myself I've had a lot of questions that I wish I could get answered, but I've I've been able to find that. And because I have that power or ability to connect to the other side, I've been able to communicate with her. And she's helped me realize I can confirm the answer. And so I have taken a lot of time away from them. And I know it hurts me to do that, but also realizing that I'm not my mother. I am my own self. And even though, again, I've been able to sense projections of their own pain and how they want to treat me and whatever the case may be, it's like, I'm an adult here, (laughs) you know? Um, And I think it's going back to that toxic positivity, not toxic positivity, but it's a condition. I do want to still talk about toxic positivity, but There's been a lot of conditioning that we have been told that we need to respect our elders, which is true when we're little kids, but when we become adults, we need to act like we all are adults here. It doesn't matter how old you are. It's like after you are now paying your bills, you have responsibility, you're, in my perspective and opinion, you're an adult. So if another adult in your life is talking down to you or disrespecting, you can remove yourself. I've talked about that. Remove yourself from the situation. And that's been really hard for me is when I am around people that do not hold themselves accountable and they're still projecting old generational trauma and they try to dim my light again or whatever the case may be, projections and stuff like that. It's like, that's not okay with me. I've been doing the mental health work I've been doing the work for myself and again going back it's that condition that story that was placed on us you need to respect your elders no yes true when I was little when I was an adult we respect adults respect everybody respects each other and if people don't respect each other remove yourself right 
remove yourself. So that self-awareness of seeing other people like, oh my gosh, you're projecting your hurt, your habit, you're projecting a identity that doesn't serve me anymore. You are hurting and not grieving. You have daddy issues. And I don't want to say issues in a bad way, but we all do, you guys. Like, let's be real. Like, we all have parental issues, right? We've all had mommy issues, daddy issues. Some have one or the other, or some have both, right? But you've got to mend those wounds. You've got to hold yourself accountable and love yourself and realize that in that moment that they're just people, right? They're just people, including the other people that have hurt us. The other people, like I mentioned, you had like an ex-partner or an ex-relationship and you're still hung up on them. Ask yourself why. Why are you still hurting from them? You know, they're just people too. You know, unless you still love them, then share that with them. You know, hold that space with them. But at the same time, going back, like whoever has hurt you, your family, your, your parents, your friends, they are just people and they are just where they're at, you know? And sometimes what I've mentioned is, or I don't know if I mentioned this before, sometimes you just outgrow people. And yeah, it does suck sometimes because with, again, going the, the con of self-awareness, it does feel very lonely. It can feel lonely when you're like, I'm over here in this like frequency and what am I supposed to do with this energy, you know? And it's like, oh, this energy goes back into you. That's really what it is. It's not you exploding or, I don't want to say exploding, but like, I know in the past I would be like, oh my gosh, all this like good stuff. Like everybody deserves to be in this space, which is true. Everyone does deserve it, but only when they want to, right? Not everybody wants to be in that frequency. Not everybody in this life, unfortunately, will. And that makes me sad. That breaks my heart when I say that out loud because I'm like, really? If you want, we can talk about that in the future though. Like in an episode, some people believe in reincarnation, right? Maybe in this life that they are in living in this human flesh form that they are in this moment, maybe their soul, right? Soul lesson is not to have that awareness, Maybe they're supposed to come back in the next life. Who knows? But yeah, it it does feel a type of way for me when I'm like, God, this feels lonely. Like it feels lonely to level up, to be in that space. But it's like, okay, well then I'll just go within and love myself because it is a beautiful thing to love yourself because you're just full of love. You're love. We're all full of love. We're unconditional love within our soul body or in our flesh form but yeah but you you aren't alone at the same time you know even though you may feel alone you're not alone there are the people out there that's your tribe right I have my tribe I have my people I have people that get me and understand even though I don't need people to understand and get me so it is an interesting space to be in where I'm like you don't have to understand me but you know when I do find those people that I'm like whoa you know my language, (laughs) you know, because it does feel that way when you're in like such a self-awareness state and you're trying to talk to people and it just goes over their head and you're like, okay, we're not, this is a conversation that we're not having and that's okay. It's fine. But I don't really want to talk about small talk. I don't want to have small talk. Like, no, 
I don't want to talk about the weather. We know what the weather's like. I don't want to talk about said team or news or anything. I just don't. Like, no, I want deep core conversations. Like, tell me about the parts that could have screwed you up, but now you found yourself going through it and you learned the lesson. That, to me, is a spiritual yum yum. (sighs) So beautiful, you guys. How does this feel? How are you feeling? Is there any things that you want to bring to my attention? Again, feel free to DM me. I will put in my Instagram handle. You can message me on Instagram. You can also message me on Facebook, whatever is easiest for you. But I'm going to take a little break and I'm going to talk into the next topic, which is mastering the art of detachment. Woo! My favorite thing. My favorite thing. All right, guys, go refill your favorite beverage and squishy squish your malo. Okay, we'll be back. Hey guys, I am back from my break. It's been, as I've already mentioned, and I know I've been repeating this, but it's just currently what I'm feeling. I'm just feeling so blessed, joy, and love in this moment. I just wish you guys could experience what I'm feeling in this room. It's so powerful, and it's super, I don't know, it's amazing Like what we can do and create within our own selves without having to attach to said other things right so for example after I got off um you know after I went and got my break I did a little bit of like movement because I am big on body and movement and especially with what I'm sharing so I just want to make sure that I'm releasing and I know I'm not suppressing and holding it in my in my body so I did a little twerking put a little song on got into my like self-love movement movement and then I made my matcha tea and then I held some space with a singing one of my singing bowls and yeah I'm just like flowing in this room you guys it's like literally 
feeling high without doing anything but at the same time I am doing stuff I'm releasing I'm healing I'm sharing I'm loving I'm honoring and I'm here and so it's super powerful to know that we can create that without having to go to other things that we used to right because like old me I would I would find things to get that feeling but realize that that was not (laughs) that's not a good thing you know when I jump into like my codependencies of people pleasing and filling the voids and drinking all the alcohol. So it's just like nice to know that in my vibration of where I'm at, I'm able to create that spiritual high or whatever you want to call it, but I call it a spiritual high. It's really nice. (laughs) It's really fun. And it's just, it's just beautiful. But anywho, I want to talk about the master, mastering the art of detachment. And what I want to clarify first, before I get into this topic, it's It's not, you're not detaching or from my experience, detachment doesn't mean you're, you don't feel, right? Because I think there's a lot of misconception or misunderstanding when it comes to mastering the art of detachment. I think avoiding your feelings is 100% not the same as mastering the art of detachment. For me, what it means is not being attached to things outside of ourselves to find our worthiness right it's like it's almost like redirecting it and having that self-trust within yourself instead of like jumping outside and be like well I need advice from this person or this person this person and it's like and I know some of you can relate so past Carol would be like oh I need advice here advice here and then I'd get the advice and of course when you didn't get the one that you want to hear you're just like fuck fuck that fuck this that that's not what I want to hear But then when you hear the one that you want to hear, right? And you're like, oh, there it is. Like, thank you for validating me. But it's like, wasn't the best advice. And you do the thing that you probably shouldn't have done. Yeah, that that's, that's where I'm going to help you guys figure out the mastering the art of detachment. And there's nothing wrong with seeking advice, right? My rule of thumb is if I cannot find clarity in myself, if I'm struggling, again, I go back to my safe tribe, my safe space, my accountability partners, but I have a rule of thumb. I only stick it to two people. If I'm finding myself the desire or the the temptation of getting multiple advice, like if it's like, oh, well, you know, I asked these two people, I want more. And I'm like, no, (laughs) let's come back to center. So again, not to say it, it is completely okay to have that advice, right? Just make sure you're limiting limiting yourself from who you're asking and how many people. And at the end of the day, it comes back to self-trust. Like, what do you believe in? Like, yes, you can get all the advice you want, but what is your intuition, yourself telling you? Because the answers are there. They are there. You just need to give yourself permission to step into clarity to figure out that so yeah detachment again for me is realizing that with what I do for a living I'm around people all the time all the time and I used to be attached to my clients in the chair of I need to make sure that they are 100% happy and fixed and da 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 like I would put this high expectation on myself of like if I don't make them 100% happy I'm a failure right it's like that 
me placing a expectation because I didn't feel worthy. And if I didn't get the validation from this client, that means again, I'm not worthy. But in reality, I am worthy. I don't need their approval. All I can do is do the best that I can and make sure I communicate with that, with these like individuals or who I'm like, who I'm interacting with. Right. And it, again, it stems back to communication and for me and my growing up and my childhood, communication was very wishy-washy and it's confusing, right? But, or was, but now that I'm, you know, honoring myself, fixing myself and being better and not bitter, I'm, I'm starting to practice better communication skills. So, yes, um, going back to my story, though, it was like every time I had a client, I would wear myself down. I would you know, strive for perfection. I would take it so personally when they weren't happy. And it's like, if they aren't happy with their hair, which I get, you know, like I'm all about, please let me know when you're not happy. But it's like, if it's a repetitive thing, you know, and it doesn't have to be, if you you know, if you're not a hairdresser, you can relate to this in another way, right? If you have someone in your life where you're like, I'm trying to make you happy, but nothing is making you happy. And it's like, in that situation, you have to realize it's not about you. It's about them. If they're not happy with whatever you're doing, they're never going to be happy. They're not, they're just not happy with themselves. So when you realize that you just detach from it, that specific situation, you're just like, okay, well, I'm going to go within and take care of myself because that's really what it is. It's just like, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm not going to force. I'm not going to chase. I'm not going to beg. I'm not going to, again, force something that's just not there. And that's okay. Like, it's just allowing people to be who they are. Just allow them to be who they are. They are people and taking them off your pedestal, right? Because we all sometimes slip into that where... We put people on our pedestals and we forget to put who on our pedestal? Ourselves. It really comes down to ourselves and loving ourselves so much that you just take a step back energetically and be like, okay, well, this is where this person is and I hope that they figure it out, you know? Again, something that I had to practice when I started, you know, becoming, when I got certified as a life coach and now that I have people coming to me and I'm coaching them and stuff like that, I really needed to master the art of detachment because when people seek guidance and help, I redirect it toward to them so that they can see and be presented the information within themselves. Now, again, this is where it comes to communication and having that communication with said client and asking them, okay, well, I hear you, I see you, but in this moment, what do you think you need to work on? And if they're just like, I don't know, I, I, I need that clarity. And then I go, okay, you know, can I share with you what I think may need your attention and then you know again it's that that consent right it's that communication or that making sure I'm not crossing people's boundaries or making sure that they're comfortable with me sharing with what I need to share and so when I have that energy exchange it's like okay well I hear x y and z and maybe in this moment this is what you may need to do for yourself and it's it is beautiful though when you have that green light with people and they feel safe for, with you and then you see them shine like, oh my gosh, like thank you so much for putting that, 
you know, giving me your perspective or helping me guide you. And I'm like, that's all on you. Like, thank you so much for saying that. But at the same time, it's like, well, you just did the work, right? You showed up, you expressed something, you shared with me. And now there's a little light switch that went on. And that's beautiful for me as a coach. And I'm like, but you did the work. Like, I'm just here guiding you. So another thing that I've had people, they're like, I don't want to share this because I don't want to burden you, put this on your plate. And I have the art of detachment. I don't attach myself to other people's things. I just hear them and love them and see them and be like, you just want someone to listen to. And that to me is again, a gift. Like I'm not going to put all of this stuff on me because again I have zero control I have zero control of what other people do or what they say I have control of myself and again that goes back to redirection like redirection if you have if you are having the problem or you're having the struggle detaching just remember the only person you have control is of yourself and to love yourself really You know, something that I realized about me is when I was attaching myself to people and taking it so personally and seeing it as like a definition of who I am, right? I used to think that, well, this person is not seeing me or they're not hearing me. It must be me, right? It must be me. I'm not good enough. I need to change this. I need to change my approach or how I say things and it's just like no like I'm not gonna do that (laughs) like if I want to make changes if I want to do anything it first and foremost has to be like is it for me like do I want to do that like is it something that I honor and love for myself like again if I going outside of myself that's attaching myself to something else just to feel like fill a void validation confirmation whatever it may be in that moment I hope this is making sense you guys I really hope so because I know a lot of us could use more of that embodiment in ourselves and again I know it's hard depending on your circumstances and who you're around but when you have so much self-awareness and you see like wow yeah this person is hurting and I I just I really want them to find what it is and I hope that they work on it from themselves but when you realize not everybody wants to be in that space that's again detached from it just be like all right well it, it is what it is and I don't say it is what it is for a bad reason it just it just is right um I think also when we practice more of the detachment, we realize that mistakes are mistakes and it's beautiful. And yeah, it does it sting a little bit when you make a mistake and you're like, oh great, now this person is upset. But at the same time, like we're human and it's part of the human experience, you know? And I've mentioned previous episode though, like if you keep doing it over and over again, then that's where what I mentioned earlier about having that deep conversation with yourself like what are you open and willing to work on for yourself to make this better for you for you right for you what do you need to work on and concentrate in order to get shit done so yeah that is mastering the art of detachment again allowing others to be where they're at allowing them to be who they are and not 
trying to get them to see you, force and chase or beg, right? We don't do that like in this space that we're at. Worthy people, valuable people, people who know their worth and they love themselves. There's no begging. Like, no. Like, (laughs) if people can't see that, then they don't want to see that. And that's where the decision within yourself is like, I'm going to remove myself from this situation because it's draining. You know, nobody should be begging. Nobody should be forcing. And it should feel, regardless of where you're at, whether it's career, relationships, family, whatever the case may be, it should feel peaceful, right? That energy should be peaceful and there's an energy exchange. So I hope that makes sense, but I want to talk now more about stop giving your power away. Bum, bum, bum. (laughs) I love my little voice, little, not voice, but I do love my voice, but I love my little, my own sound effects. Something I want to mention before I continue going on with the next subject, just a little, 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 um, fun fact about me. So I used to not like my voice. I used to be like, oh my gosh, I feel like I sound little or like a little kid or I don't know. I I would just always not like it. And I think it's because I wasn't used to like speaking my truth or I wasn't, I I don't know what it was. I I haven't, it's just, I guess when I would hear myself talk, I would be like, oh. I don't know um but now I love my voice I love speaking I love talking I think it's very beautiful I think I'm a very beautiful person and I'm very kind um but something that I've been wanting to do is I want to be a voice character like I want to be a cartoon like I just think I'm so animated and I think it'd be really cute to be like a little character on like a video game or not even a video game like a little side like little I don't know like I love the game Spyro and I've always like imagined myself being like this cute little dragon in a like game and just be like hi I'm Carol or whatever my dragon name would be or something like that I don't know that's just a little fun fact of me like always wanted to be a voice character I've always wanted to be a voice actor you know or actress and yeah so there's something that if you didn't know about me that's that's just something that hopefully one day, one day I can be a voice character or not. Maybe I'll just make my own little cartoon. Like who knows? Who knows what this will unfold? But going back to our topic, our topic, the stop giving your power away. You guys, you are so powerful. First of all, I want to say that you are powerful beings. I attract powerful people to my podcast, people that want to hear, that want to feel seen and feel loved. You are so powerful. And I feel that right now. I feel that energy. And, and I just, this is like the perfect time to be talking about stop giving your power away, right? You are such a powerful individual. We all are powerful beings and it's not to say that we are holier than others because we're not that's not what I'm saying like I'm not talking about that we're better than people because we're not right we're not better than anybody we all have our hurts habits and hang-ups we all have our love polarity we have our light and our dark it's just knowing that because we see ourselves as powerful people we understand that others are too because there is an abundance of power that can be 
could you imagine? Like, I'm just over here like, could you imagine the amount of love this world would have if we all just realized that the power that some people are trying to seek in do or whatever the case may be it starts with them like the this world and planet would be blooming it's like that's like something that I've always dreamed and like wanted for the world was just peace love and harmony and I think it is hard for somebody like me who is sensitive and sees the potential like that's something that I've always been able to see is I see potential in everyone I see their light um and it can get me in trouble sometimes because not sometimes it has let's just say that it has gotten me into some trouble because it's like even though I'm able to see people's light does not mean that they see the light in themselves and I've had to just remember that right going back to what I just said the art of detachment it's like they need to see that within themselves it's like yeah I can see it and I see people's potential and their ability to be like able to understand their circumstances or just their circumstances and it's not a definition of the quality of who they are it just is and it's it is a space that feels again going back to self-awareness it's like man it can be lonely because you're like okay well I'm just gonna be here for a bit (laughs) but trying to stay on topic it's like again stop giving your power away and it's you know we do it multiple times and that's the human flesh form that we are but it's how do you get your power back when you feel powerless And for the longest time, I was doing things to find my power. I was like, where is my voice? Where's my power? Where is my worthiness? Where is my confidence? Where is all of the things like running away from myself and consuming things and being around people and places that just didn't have the best interest for me. And I didn't know what I didn't know. And again, now that I know that I'm just like, no, like, my power that I found within myself, it took a long time to get it back. It was always here, but for me to awaken and realize that I'm a powerful woman, like I am a very powerful woman for myself. And I love that for me. And one of the things are signs that you've been giving your power away is like, if you're in a situation where you're just feeling confused, you're like, I'm confused. Like there's, there's a sign. That's one of the signs where you're like, wait, why am I allowing this person, place, or thing to take my power away? Like, what is it about this specific situation where I'm like, here's my power? And it's like, no, like, don't. Don't give your power away. Like, don't do that. Keep it for yourself. Make sure it's earned, right? The energy exchange. And again, it's not like not earn to give your power away but let me let me rewrite that let me re-say that it's not about allowing anyone do not allow anyone to take your power away but to be in that frequency of where you're at is what I'm trying to say is like having that energy exchange not everybody gets to experience or should experience what you have worked really hard for right it's like again you can coexist and talk to people but you have your people that you know that can experience all of you and not everyone gets to, right? And it's like going back to a lot of my friends, again, who are in the single, like, 
they're single, they're in the single life, they're trying to find the perfect partner, and then, you know, they let them, they get intimate, whatever the case may be, I'm not here to judge, you do whatever you want, whatever makes you feel comfortable, but I have people that are like, oh, I slept with this individual, and now they're not talking to me, and all the things, and it's like, well... Being intimate with someone is an energy exchange, you know, and I've told them, you know, that you have to ask yourself the question if you're able to do it without getting your feelings hurt. And a lot of my, you know, has to do with females most of the time because I don't know. I mean, there are some women that can do that without being like my feelings are hurt, but for the most part, I don't think that's the case. I, I feel like men and women are different. We connect differently and some men know how to shut that off where it's like it's just an intimate interaction. Like this is nothing more than that. And I've told my female coaching clients that I'm like, well, you need to be aware of who you allow to touch you, right? Because there is that, um, I do believe in you get, not get, when you do have that very intimate moment with somebody, you are exchanging trauma. Like, it's like when you eat food, right? If you eat food that's been treated correctly, you are put, you're getting back that energy, right? And it's, it's beautiful for me because I don't have a specific diet. I mean, yeah, I have things that I like and I try to eat better and in balance, right? I like my candy and I like my <laughs> chocolate and I like my food. I'm a big foodie. You know, I, I know it doesn't show it, but um, like that's one of the things that I love that I can do is I can Reiki my food. So because if I was honest, like, of course, I'd love Kobe beef all the time. Like, hi, that would be yummy, but it's really not in my budget. <laughs> so and it's fine. But because I have Reiki capabilities, I can remove the trauma that said, you know, steak went through, right? I can remove it and set good intentions. I can remove that energy that whoever was handling the food, whoever packaged the food, because again, it's an energy exchange, you guys. Like anything that we put into our bodies, whatever we consume, whatever we watch, whatever we eat, whatever we drink, that's an energy exchange. So, so depending on what it is that you're putting on, you're either lowering your frequency or you're elevating your frequency and so again going back to what I was sharing is I am able to take a piece of meat and remove all of the interactions it went through all of its own trauma all of whoever touched it I do that with all of my groceries and yeah does it seem like it's a lot of work yeah but it's so amazing and powerful for me where I'm like I don't know who touches can before me but I'm removing it um, because I don't know about you, I personally do not like go to the grocery store. I just don't, do I? Yes, because sometimes I forget to place my order online. And so I, you know, reiki myself to shield my energy, to protect my energy, and I go and I get what I need and I leave. But before I was able to do that, I would go in there and like project my anger and be like, I don't want to be here. And like I would touch the can. I'm like, oops, sorry, whoever had that can of beans, like you now have my (laughs) like projection of those beans or whatever the case may be but yeah again going on a tangent but like stop giving your power away so quickly and what I was saying about like people who are being intimate you when you allow yourself to do that you need to ask yourself in this moment are you going to be okay with the 
the vibrational energy exchange because whatever, whoever it is, you are now carrying their energy, right? Not everyone should touch you or get to touch you. But again, that's no judgment wherever you are in your life. That is wherever it is in your life, right? I cannot fix or change or somebody or fix, change or save or whatever the case may be. I'm just planting seeds in this worthy of self podcast because that is what I do. But that just got really deep, you know, but that's just what that's I love getting deep, but I love it so much. But yeah, if you're feeling confused, that's automatically a sign for me that you have given your power away. Like what happened? Step back a little bit and let's take it, take the steps. Like, you know, are you confused about the situation when you're dating somebody? Like, what's the confusion here? And it's like, why are, why are we putting them on a pedestal? Like, what what's the confusion? It's like, they're just people, right? Let them do what they got to do. Master the art of detachment. Move forward. Take care of yourself. Go within. Love, love, love. Self-love. Go do your hobbies, right? Go take care of yourself. And whatever's meant to be is whatever's meant to be, right? Um, I think, too... When we give our power away, that's when we get into a space of, oh no, now I'm in a situation that I should have not been in in the first place because I gave my power away. And it's okay if it happens. It happens. You're human. Give yourself permission to make those oopses and mistakes. But if you are having problems standing so firm in your foundation that is where taking radical accountability and going in and looking at your personal inventory and seeing like, okay, what happened in this situation? Why did it happen? And where do I need to place forgiveness so that I can get back to center to get my power back? And something that I like to do is, you know, making that amends, right? Taking that, uh, you know, inspired action to make those amends within myself. And sometimes it's a lot of forgiving myself, right? The previous episode I shared was having that self-judgment that I've been kind of going in and out of and like allowing myself to grieve that space. But I do something that one of my mentors have taught me. I like to do, I forgive, and then it's blank. I forgive you for blank, right? So, So for example, if I were to hold space with that self-judgment part of me, I could say, I forgive myself. I forgive myself for self-judging myself, right? I forgive me. I forgive self-judging myself for whatever the case may be. And that's a good practice, right? I forgive blank. I forgive you for blank, right? And so then once you do that, you are able to kind of like, okay, why did I feel the desire of the need to give my power away? What was it? What sparked? What triggered? What did I not do for myself? Where can I redirect the energy to nurture and make myself feel seen with myself? Be present. Be present with me because I need me, right? I need me. You need yourself. This is the home. Your home is in in you. And you got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of your mind, body, spirit, and just love, 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 right? Hold yourself accountable for loving yourself and making those amends and saying like, you know what? I apologize for giving my power away. I forgive myself. I forgive for giving my power away to X, Y, and Z. And I love myself. And I love myself because I get to experience being a human because that's what I am. I am a soul 
individual living in a human experience, right? It's not the, what is it? Oh, I forgot his name. Rain Wilson from The Office. He said something about like, we're not a human having a soul experience. We're a soul having a human experience. And I was like, mind blown. Like, I always thought that, but to hear it from someone else, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy at all. Like, I always thought that my soul has been here on earth multiple times. I feel that way. And I always joke with, like, my healer, my Reiki healer, and other people that are in the spiritual realm or self-awareness realm. I'm always like, is there a way to send a message to my higher self and be like, oh, we're not doing this again. Like after this life, I, oh, it's so interesting. The timer was 1333. Um, <laughs> anywho, so I, I always joke, like, is there any way that my soul contract is done after this? Because I don't know if I want to do the human experience. I, want, I mean, I want to do it as long as I can in this moment that, you know, but like when it's my time, can I like, can I take a soul vacation? I, I want to go to like Bali and I want to go to, you know, Fiji. Like my spirit wants to go over there, my soul. Like, can we do that? <laughs> and it's funny, but also my Reiki healer, she's amazing. She was like, yeah, but Carol, think about it. Think about it. Wouldn't you want to come back as the version now that your soul has like learned all these lessons and you come back and you get to do it again with the knowledge you have? And I'm like, uh, now that you put it that way, yeah, I guess. Because she's like, I'm going to tell you something. I've been doing all this work now in this version of who I am. I would want to come back and share and relive being a human with all of this knowledge and I'm like okay facts like I, I hear you I see you like you know my ego again is like I'm done I don't want to like I'm, I'm just no <laughs> you know um you guys I want to make a suggestion if you're into reading if you're into like this kind of stuff my favorite series and I want to reread it because I don't know about you guys but rereading books that you've read before and going back and be like, whoa, this message is so different than the first. So I have a three book series called Conversations with God. So beautiful, you guys. It, I remember reading it the first time and being like, this is, this is no, like there was parts of it where I'm like, I don't understand why that is even in this book. But now that I've done so much work and have so much growth I would love to hold space with that with those books and it's so mind-blowing because it's such a beautiful profound series that it talks about how our soul already knows what it's supposed to do when we come into earth like that's we forget what it is but then when we go through it where we start to recognize and we start to be like oh this 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 oh this seems familiar and that and it really helped me again understand and be comfortable with the fact that when our loved ones go that they are in a good space and they are living the best lives that they deserve and yeah so if you're in that space of like wanting to have more understanding or you're curious I would highly suggest conversations with God it is so good you guys I I'm never going to give those books away. The, that Those are my favorite. They are going to sit on my shelf and it's part of my collection. 
Another book that I absolutely love is The Alchemist. Such a good book. Oh my gosh. Talk about spiritual yum yum and just gives you all of this self-awareness. That's a good book. That's a good book that I want to also read again because I'm sure there's like some nuggets in there where I'm like, oh, whoa, mind blown. Hi, I see you. But yeah, stop giving your power away, you guys. And if you're struggling and you're having challenges and you're facing somebody that's like, trying to dim your light or trying to make it uncomfortable for you to even take your power back or be in your power, please message me because I can send you cord cutting ritual, not rituals, but meditations. I don't, I don't know why I get scared when I say rituals because like people will think whatever they want. So yeah, I can, I can also send you cord cutting rituals if you want, but I also have cord cutting meditations. I also can do cord cutting Reiki. Like if you guys are interested in doing a session, I don't have to be in person with you guys. I now have the ability to do Reiki from afar. From afar. If you're needing a Reiki, um, if you need a Reiki healing session, like I said, hit me up. I'd be able to do that. We can do it through, we don't even have to talk. Like again, we don't have to be on the phone. But if you want to, we can do FaceTime, I can do it through speakerphone or not. Like you, you just let me know. You tell me what you're having trouble with. Like if your throat chakra, if you're feeling like your chest is heavy, I can remove that energy for you and I can make it easier for you to speak your truth if that's something that you're experiencing. Or if you're experiencing pain, I can remove that as well. The only thing I cannot reiki on somebody is if they have a broken bone that I would have to wait until you are healed from that because it can affect the healing process of that. And I don't, that's not, no, absolutely not. Um, but my last topic, uh, I'm like, it's already almost over and it's two, three, four. How tender. I love it. Angel numbers. So beautiful. Hi mom. (laughs) Um, So now that I wrapped up about stop giving your power away, this is going to tie into our, my last topic, which is the divine feminine and divine masculine and how being so firm in your foundation, you trigger people, right? You trigger people. And I've mentioned that before in the previous episode of like how you just walk into rooms and like people either are already judging you or you're breathing and you're they're reacting and you're like, wait, what just happened? Like I'm literally minding my own business and I'm staying in my own lane and it's affecting you. But there is something to be said about the divine feminine. It's so, it's such a beautiful space and energy to be in. And even with the man, like the divine masculine, like there is something to be said about that type of energy too. And I know if you're in that space where you're struggling because all you want to do is be in that energy and I just say again, stop giving your power away. Give yourself permission to be in your divinity of what you are. And that is both, again, the law of polarity, light and dark. And you honor that and you are so proud of all the work that you've done and you're so proud of feeling so good about yourself, stay in that energy field, right? Stay in that energy field because you deserve it and you are worthy and you're amazing and I love you. (laughs) Um, But for me, when I am in my divine femininity, femininity, my divine feminine essence, right? When I 
drop the whole attachment when I practice mastering the art of detachment and I go within and I embody and I love myself and I nurture myself and I ooh yeah yum yum right (laughs) I notice that again I trigger people and it's almost like that mean girl energy which I'm like what are we doing like what is this like competitiveness the mean girl vibes like we are not in high school anymore and for some reason people still act like it and in reality you realize going back to what I mentioned about self-awareness pros and cons that depending on their mental age right because we all have a mental age if you don't hold space with it if you're not healing so what I mentioned before with you guys like I wasn't allowing my 14 year old self to come out and I did today and now I'm feeling like I'm leveling up to the next uh the next age that needs to be held in space with which I'm not sure yet because I'm in this process of 14 year old Carol and I'm loving her and so depending on other individuals around you and who you're interacting with sometimes their mental age stays where it's at and you can see that when somebody's acting like x y and z you're just like what age did I just hit like who who am I mentally talking to like how old are you, you know, and why are you acting like this? And it's like, I don't, this behavior is not okay with me. And so again, when you're so in your divine feminine energy or divine masculine, you're going to see that you're going to be like, okay, this guy is acting like a little boy. And I don't understand because I'm not, I do not, it doesn't serve me. Like little girl energy does not serve me. And it did at its time at its place, but it doesn't serve me. So, you know, for men too, it's like, I understand there's that competitiveness stuff. Like I don't understand. And maybe that's a topic I need to have with an actual man that is so comfortable speaking about it where I'm just like, okay. But it's interesting because I did have a conversation with someone. It's like, somebody told me like, oh, we can like deck it out and have like a fight. And then five minutes later, we're like having a beer. And I'm like, what like I'm so confused by that but hey if that what's what it if that's if that's what works for men that works for men but again like for the divine feminine that doesn't work for me I'm not going to compete with another woman it's not something I just don't have the energy for because my biggest competition is myself I'm not here to compete with any other woman I'm a safe woman I'm not here to take anything away from you um, you know, past Carol a long time ago, long time ago, she did that. And I'm like, like love and light, (laughs) love and light. But there's, for me, I just don't, the world is full of abundance. And for me, I'm just like, why are we, what is the competition for? Like, I, I don't get it. Like, especially with the industry that I'm in, depending on where, you're at like where I'm working. It's it's safe for me. I love where I work. I I absolutely love the people I work with. But before I've had places and worked with women that I'm like, why are you trying to fight for clients? Like you don't own them. Like I used to be that person. So I get it. Like I understand there's that fear of like, well, if I don't get get XYZ clients, like it's I'm doomed. And I'm like, do you know how many people there are on this planet that need their haircut? Like it's, it's fine. Like you'll get more. It's, it's endless. People are being born. People are here. Like there's a lot of hair. (laughs) Hello. Um, but yeah, I just don't, it just doesn't serve me. Like being competitive with people does not serve me no more. I don't compete. I compete with myself. 
because at the end of the day, this is the home I live in my body. And, uh, yeah, I, again, it's just like, what's going on? Like, I observe so much energy that I'm like, okay, this person is trying to be passive and trying to get a reaction out of me. Like, I, I, I don't, how can I help you? Like, what? You know? So if you are facing that, if you're if you're in your divine feminine energy and you're just like, what? Like this person just mean girl energy. I had this experience. Not only did I have that experience with where I worked, but I had this experience with one of my other powerful uh, spirit wives. I call her spirit wife. She's amazing. She's came. She's a circle back around. Interesting. Not really circle back. Yeah, in a way. Um. Anyway, squirrel. But this individual super powerful super beautiful inside and out and excuse me we we met for lunch and I was just so excited to be in her energy and excuse me we were ordering you know a couple drinks and she got treated like crap like this female this other female and uh individual was not giving her any respect and I was like standing there watching this unfold I'm like wait what just happened and it was so day and night so when she went up to try to order her drinks or her drink and this individual it was just like a stare like she was staring at her and I was like what like her face was getting all red and she was like no, I cannot serve you because X, Y, and Z. And I, I was baffled. I And so we left and I'm like, wait, what just happened? So then I was just curious and I'm observing. And then there was a gentleman behind her, behind my friend. And the night and day energy was super... <laughs> She, this, the server, all of a sudden was like, hi, how can I help you? And I'm like, what the heck just happened? Like, bizarre, bizarre. And I'm like, wow, she does not like you and doesn't even know you. And she's like, my friend was like, I get that all the time. And I know exactly what she's talking about because depending on who I interact with, sometimes I just don't get the appropriate or respect and, um, for service sometimes. And I'm like, either I get the whole, like, I'm dumb, which I'm not dumb. I've shared this in a previous episode where I've had certain men try to, like, I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, why do, do I have dumb girl on my face? Because I'm not dumb. I'm very intelligent. And then sometimes I get energy that people feel threatened by me. And I'm like, I don't even know. But again, it's showing up in my life to realize that those were past identities because I did that too and realizing how much I've grown. So I get to experience that and and I got to experience my friend going through that where I was like, wow, she's very powerful. She knows her worth. She's she doesn't need anything else. She doesn't need any approval from anyone else because the only validation she needs is within herself. And then be, me being in that space to be like, oh, now I'm in that level of frequency. Like, And, and I, again, I laugh because it's inter- not entertaining. It's just strange because I'm like, well, now I'm here. So what am I supposed to do with this? And it's, again, it's pouring back into myself, like using all that energy and pouring it and redirecting it in myself and... 
I guess if I want to be entertained and laugh about it, I can because it is kind of silly. You're like, why why are we being silly? Like what what happened? What's going on in your life? Like I wanna I wanna hold space, you know, like that's a part of Carol that like wants to I want to help you, but realizing not everyone wants my help. You know, not everyone wants that energy. Nobody wants to be able to receive it. And it's okay. It's fine. You know, the people that are meant to be in my energetic space who want to receive are going to come into my life, right? Because I don't have to force it. I don't have to chase it. I don't do anything but just be. It's all about attraction, right? You attract the things that are meant for you. You don't go begging, you don't go chasing, you don't do nothing, but you just love yourself and you just let it be, you know, mastering the art of attachment. Oh my God, you guys, I absolutely loved this episode. There's just so much beauty. Like my room, I'm going to keep going back to this. My room is super loved, like my room that I'm trying to make it my inner child room and it does, it screams my, like all the things I wanted to do as a kid and it's still unfolding. It's super magical for me. The amount of unfolding is happening within the podcast and with me sharing and just visually seeing it for myself is like so powerful and it means a lot to me. It means a lot that I have the ability to share my story, that I'm able to open my throat chakra, that I'm, that I'm, you know, allowing myself to share vulnerability even though it's scary and it's like oh my gosh what did I just share (laughs) but also knowing that there is a bigger calling and a bigger divine purpose but also being very present in the now because I know I'm gonna look back and I'm gonna be like wow 35 year old Carol what a beautiful soul. And I was always a beautiful soul, right? I was always beautiful. I was always worthy. I was always X, Y, and Z. But now being 35 and actually believing it and standing in my firm foundation of my power, it's it's magical, you guys. It's so magical. And magic really does exist. And it starts with you. And I hope whatever you received in this podcast, this episode, that you're feeling great and you're feeling loved and you're feeling seen by yourself because you guys are so worthy. I love you guys so very much. I hope, you know, you got something out of the energy update, the circle back around, the self-awareness, the pros and the cons. I hope you practice the mastering art of detachment. I hope you give yourself that permission to stop giving your power away and tap into the divinity of within yourself because I feel it, I see it, I love it. One more thing before I close this, um, I'm really excited because the salon I work work at, we're having our we're having a really cool event on December 9th and I get to share my gifts in a different way. I'm going to be doing tarot readings and I'm just super excited because it was something that I was kind of afraid to do but also being like, you know what? Practice the art of detachment. Fuck it, right? Fuck what people think. And if it's something that I love to do and it brings me joy, then I'm going to do it and I'm going to continue to do things like that moving forward. And there's another event that's coming that is not quite ready. Um, I'm not waiting for it to be 100% ready, but I need to put a date and a time. And once I'm able to do that, I will make the announcement. But one super last thing (laughs) is I'm going to have a special guest 
coming up for an episode and that is going to be an episode that you guys don't want to miss because it's going to be a lot of calling each other out, holding each other accountable. It's going to be playful. It's going to be joyful and it's someone that is one of my best, 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 best friends. I just, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this, for that episode. I don't know which one it's going to be, but stay tuned, you guys. And in the meantime, please rate, share, like, do all the things for me, leave a comment, send me a message. I would love to hear what you receive from this. But in this moment, I say, and so it is, and I love you guys.